What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. Friday, December 14th. Very special edition of the podcast today. We're going to be joined by none other than Mr. Johnny Radio. John Harden from Sports 56. My mentor, my good friend. He's a great guy. Great guy. He's going to come on the podcast. First time he's been on the podcast. He did the radio show with me back when we were doing radio. But he's now going to come on the podcast. We're going to talk all things Memphis. We're going to talk about the bowl game. We're going to talk about Memphis, Tennessee. We're going to talk about Memphis Athletics. It's going to be a great podcast. So great. Uh, first and foremost, want to have some friends over to watch the game but don't have enough space? Wish you had an open floor plan so you can pair your game day chili in the kitchen. Watch overtime on the living room TV. If you answered yes, it's your time to call John Murray and Anna Haltum directly at Century 21. They are licensed realtors with years of experience who can help you find the perfect home. You will be game day ready in no time. Call John Murray and Anna directly at 731-225-5655 or call their office at 731-668-7700. Century 21 is located at 620 Old Hickory Boulevard in Jackson, Tennessee, next to Old Hickory Steakhouse. Each office is independently owned and operated. So go check those guys out. They got some beautiful homes. They're on Facebook. They're on Twitter. So go check them out. They got some of those beautiful homes in the Jackson area. If I was old enough to buy a home, I would definitely be buying my home from John Murray Realty Group. So here's the thing. We've got a big game in the city of Memphis tomorrow, Memphis, Tennessee. Mr. John Hart is going to come on. He's going to join. We're going to preview that game. We're going to talk about the bowl game. We're also going to talk about everything Memphis-related. First and foremost, though, I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore 8. Like the Facebook page of The Mitch Davis Show or subscribe or like. Wherever podcasts are found at The Mitch Davis Show, you can also shoot us an email at TheMitchDavisShow at AOL.com. want to thank you all, all for tuning in to The Mitch Davis Show. I'm joined by Mr. Johnny Radio. Mr. John Harden, how you doing, my guy? Oh, I'm better than I deserve, man. I'm excited. It's the holiday season, and, you know, it's a big weekend in Memphis. I mean, we got Grizzlies games. We got Memphis Tigers, Tennessee, right down the road, the Birmingham Bowl, Wake Forest, and the Tigers. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Man, you have been waiting for a moment like this pretty much your whole entire life with you know, like you said, the Birmingham Bowl, Memphis and Tennessee. But first and foremost, let's talk about the city of Memphis and the buzz around the city and around the athletics department right now. You know, one thing that I am so excited about being a Memphis fan is um, I always believe we could get here and didn't take a gimmick. It didn't have to necessarily be somebody like John Calipari. I appreciated all the stuff that he did. 2008, I will always remember. But what I'm saying is, is you know, I also remember the Larry Finch era and the Dana Kirk era and the Metro and all the stuff. But bringing home our favorite son and Penny Hardaway, him going in to bring in, you know, uh, Tyler Harris and Alex Lomax and going landing James Wiseman and just getting all these amazing players getting Davenport, Parks, and Jeremiah Martin to step up and not having a fear and playing Rick Vaughn's UT balls. You know, Josh Patner, he didn't want to play the balls, and I think he missed out. He was worried about recruiting. He didn't understand the excitement, what it meant to Memphis, what it means to families like mine, you know, my father side of the family, all Memphis, 
uh, my, you know, my uncle's side of the family all involved. You know, we get together and we watch this and we go to the games and we all root against each other and root for each other. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad we're doing it. And 11 a.m. tomorrow, I can't wait. FedEx Forum is going to be rocking. And I was at all those games for years when it felt like it was 2,000 year closest friends at the forum. Well, it's going to be 18,000 tomorrow. I can't wait. You know, Ms. Hard, let's talk about that Tennessee game a little bit. Let's talk about the matchup standpoint. Tennessee's got Grant Williams, Kyle Alexander, Adam Schofield. What what kind of answer does Memphis have for that very talented Tennessee roster who is liable to go to the Final Four this year in March? Well, see, you mentioned uh, something very important. You mentioned the team that could be going to the Final Four in March. I believe they're that good of a team. Um, I mean, this Tennessee Vols team beat Gonzaga. I think they had the game robbed when they played Kansas. I uh, thought they won that game in regulation. I was horrible officiating down the stretch. They destroyed Louisville. Very, very strong Tennessee team. But the one thing about this Tennessee team is you realize that they are, and this is a fact, Jack, Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, Kyle Anderson. You mentioned all those guys. Do you realize the only junior is Grant Williams? I mean, Admiral Schofield is a senior. Kyle Alexander is a senior. Uh, Bowden is a bedgum junior. Jordan Bowen is a junior. But this is a very veteran team. In fact, the only sophomore that really gets a lot of playing time is Pond. So um, they're very experienced. Rick Barden knows what he's going to do. And I don't think Memphis can beat Tennessee in the half court. I'm sorry. I just don't believe it. They're going to go out there this game, they're going to have to light their hair on fire, they're going to have to press back, and they're going to have to run and hit a lot of three-pointers, they're going to have to go after people, get Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, and Bob, get to the, hit three-pointers, and try to make it and get this to a lot of possession game, because if they slow things down and play Tennessee-style basketball, Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield, we just don't have Seven two forty. We don't have six six two fifty to really fill in there. We don't have six eleven two twenty. Like they have more size. So what we're gonna have to do is Tyler Harris, Alo, Martin, Park, Davenport. All these guys are gonna have to hit trade, get to the rebound, and play amazing. And they're gonna have to speed up the game. You know, you you mentioned Tyler Harris and Davenport a little bit. They had huge games against UAB. I was there. Unfortunately, you had to you had to miss that one out. Talk about how big Tyler Harris and Davenport have been for this team so far throughout the year, and how big they're going to have to play in the role a little bit. You kind of mentioned how amazing they're going to have to play, but how big are they really, truly going to have to play to pull the upset on Saturday? Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of crazy to think where Tyler Harris was and he started, what, over six, and now where he is, and now we're, like, talking about how the whole team depends on him. He's one of the smallest guys on the team, but he's the purest scorer that we have right now, including even Jeremiah Martin. I don't believe there's anybody who's more of a pure shooter. He did 90% of his free throws. He's shooting 43% from behind the arc. Um, I mean, the young man is just flat out. I mean, he's on fire, and he's averaging over 16 points a game, so... Tyler Harris is great, but the thing is, it's going to be interesting to see, like, if they throw Jordan Bone, a six foot three guard, about 180 pounds, who can get physical, maybe take him down in the post, post up Harris, maybe try to take him out of his game. If he does that, then Alo is going to have to start hitting three. Jeremiah Martin's going to have to do the same. I'm going to be interested to see how they defend the five foot ten, you know, Harris. I'm going to be interested to see how it is that Penny works to get him open looks. That's going to be one of the big keys. How is it that the, you know, the Memphis coaching staff gets him open looks? 
what would you say is probably the biggest thing Memphis has to do right to get the win tomorrow and pull the upset? Yeah, to be honest, like if I'm going to be straight honest with you, they're going to have to get Tennessee out of their game. They're going to have to get them to try to play up and down. And Memphis is going to have to hit an unusual amount of three-pointers. And they're also going to have to go out there, in my opinion, get Grant Williams. They're going to have to go out there and get Admiral Schofield. And they're going to have to go out and get these guys in early foul trouble they can take advantage of the bench because I'm telling you, uh, they need to feed off the crowd. They need to feed off the energy and um, they need to jump on Tennessee quick because again, you can't play from behind because Tennessee will take the air out of the basketball and then you play right to their hand. I'm going to get a prediction for you before we jump to the football side. What do you think the final score is tomorrow? And do you think the Tigers can pull off the upset? You know what? Because because I am a Memphis, uh, you know, graduate. Because I do believe in Penny Hardaway. Because I do believe in, um, you know, a four and and0 team at home, a team that plays a lot better at home that believes in themselves. You can tell that this Memphis team is still young. Uh, they aren't a senior lady team at all, like Tennessee is. And I'm just hoping that maybe you know the Vols, as big of a game as it is for the Vols, they know they're playing, you know, Memphis Tigers. Um, they got a lot of games down the stretch. You know what I'm saying? They got a lot of important. They just dropped the Zags. And I know it was last week. I mean, they're still drunk on their accomplishment, and they're looking past the Tigers and still thinking about what they've already done instead of what they can do. And I'm hoping Memphis is thinking about the opportunity that they had before them, that they have no pressure, and they can improve to 5-0 and at home, and that would be a miracle. I like 84-82 Memphis. Ooh. I like that. I'm not going to give my official prediction until tomorrow live from the FedEx Forum. But here's the thing. We want to talk about a little bit about football. Birmingham Bowl, you know, it's not the best of bowl games for the Tigers, but it gives them an extra month of practice. Let's talk about that. Everybody's college football news right now is saying it could be one of the wildest shootouts in bowl in the bowl matchup right now. And, you know, each team is averaging well over almost 300 yards in passing. Let's talk about that. And Daryl Henderson sitting out. What are your takes on all that? Uh, first and foremost, I think, you know, I asked uh, today on my show, Isaac Simpson, if he, uh, you know, if he was Daryl Henderson's father, would you play him? And he said no. So, first and foremost, I want to make sure everybody understands Daryl Henderson's done a lot for this program. He's done everything. And I, and I think that a, a bowl game is a reward. I think it's a reward for a long talk season. You get swag. But I also think it's a reward for young players, and especially the coaches, because they get more practice time. And I think it's also a reward for seniors like Jackson Dillon, who that fifth year, it's the last time they're going to put on that helmet, Sam Crab. Um, you know, seniors like Drew Kaiser and Travion Tate. Um, this is a big deal for those. But guys who are going to play on Sunday and know they are going to play on Sunday, I don't want to see a Jalen Smith-type injury for a meaningless bowl game. So I like this. I also like the fact that it opens up an opportunity to give Tony Pollard the ball a little more. I'm excited to see Sam Crap run the football a little bit more. Um, freshman like uh, Kenny Gainwell. Um, this is what you know, the postseason is about giving, um, you know, working towards next year and also finding that line and getting those seniors who well, are going to play in the NFL their, you know, their last hurrah and say goodbye to them in a really, really uh, special way. So, like, I think that's how bowl games should be looked at. And uh, I think they should be appreciated and loved that way. You know, I completely agree with you. Let's. I do want to get a game prediction for you. I'm, I'm sure I'll probably have you more on the podcast later, closer to the bowl game. What will probably be your prediction for this Wake Forest matchup? 
See, this is um, maybe the simple fact that I completely bleed this blue, um, or it could also be the simple fact that who do you think has right now the weakest conference in the entire country? By far the ACC. By far the ACC. Isn't it? Like, not even close. If they didn't have Clemson, it would be a laughing stock of all sports. Like, we wouldn't even, Pac-12 would even be making fun of the ACC if they didn't have Clemson. I mean, there's not a, I mean, the American had Houston and Cincinnati, and it has Memphis, and it has uh, Central Florida, and it has, I mean, like, there are ballers, you know what I mean? Yeah. You are, you go look at the ACC, and if you tell me that Duke, Florida State, Virginia Tech, Syracuse is one of their better teams. This Louisville team quit on its coach this year, Bobby Petrino. They were such an embarrassment. Miami went, like, started the year ranked so high, and they were such a joke. So, again, Clemson's holding them up. So, again, I don't think Clemson can hold up Wake Forest and the Damn, I think Memphis rolls. You know, I can I completely agree with Mr. Harden. Hey, by the way, we, we talked about this earlier. Nobody knows about this. Well, we're going to be doing a post-game show tomorrow live on my Facebook page. I cannot wait to have you back on, man. I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to have a lot of fun. We always have fun together. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow, man. Man, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the game. I'm just looking forward to such a great weekend here in the city of Memphis. And um, I'm just glad the holidays are here. Everybody's here enjoying them. And I um, also just wanted to say thanks also for all those who came out and joined me for Toys for Touch yesterday. Uh, we brought a lot of smiles to a lot of family spaces. Um, so we, I know we've done a good job. So we got a lot of karma on our side. So hopefully some of that karma can uh, help that Memphis team get a win. Man, I hope so. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Mr. Harden. I, hey, by the way, tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter, and I will see you tomorrow live at the FedEx Forum. Well, I'll see all y'all at the FedEx Forum tomorrow, and follow me at Johnny underscore radio. Have a great one, Mitch. Man, Merry Christmas to you. Love you, brother. Merry Christmas. Love y'all.